Hey guys, and thank you for joining us on Off Topic with Taryn and Amanda. I'm Taryn. I'm Amanda. And here we talk about all things you're too afraid to ask and sharing real stories to help others. We'll be posting every week, so make sure you stay tuned in for each episode. If there's anything you'd like to hear us talk about, send us an email at offtopicw.tanda at outlook.com. We can't wait to share a crazy life and thoughts with all of you. Thanks for joining Off Topic. craziest thing happened the other day to normal people this is gonna seem so absurd and like why would somebody even do this and quite frankly I agree um but my wonderful grandmother that I live with apparently thinks differently and this was an absolute must so she used to teach with um this one guy I forget his name but his uh, nephew or grandson has a restaurant that's two and a half hours away it's a sandwich restaurant um, so my grandma thought it would be a vibe, her words exactly, um, <laughs> if we drove two and a half hours to this restaurant to get a sandwich. And I was like, Nanny, this better be the best sandwich I have ever tasted in my life if we are driving two and a half hours for it. Yeah. Needless to say, we got there. I could have made this sandwich at home. It was good. Don't get me wrong. It had like avocado, lettuce, tomato, bacon, and it was on some like pumpernickel bread. But two and a half hours for us to sit in there for 15 minutes. And eat a sandwich. And eat a sandwich. And then to drive home three hours in traffic just for me to go to the washroom and allow the sandwich to exit my body. Like, it was, <laughs> <laughs> like we were in this car for probably eight hours total that day just for a sandwich that came in and went out. Like, it was nothing. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. And honestly, <laughs> she thought it was the best time. She yeah. she really did. And I cherish this woman with everything I have, but I mean, hey, it's a vibe. For a sandwich. That definitely is a vibe. You know what? My nanny is a vibe. Was it so. an expensive sandwich? Um, yeah, actually. I think I paid like twelve dollars for it. For a sandwich? For a sandwich. You can go to Subway and get a combo for that price. Yeah, not only did I go broke, <laughs> but I also got car sick. Of course. For a sandwich. On the way there or the way back you got car sick? Both. Like, okay, maybe it's just me. But I noticed when people drive in their own country... It's like, it's fine. You drive like a normal human being most of the time. Most people do. Yeah. But as soon as you go into a new territory, I swear everyone forgets how to drive. Like You're you, reckless. You just throw it out the window. Yeah. Like, oh, I knew how to merge a lane at home? Oh, no, I don't know how to. Can three people check where I'm going and make sure there's no car behind me? <laughs> and, like, I'm just going to drive under the speed limit because I don't know where I'm going. So, like, people are flying by us. And she's like, oh my gosh, look at these people. I can't believe them. What are you in such a rush for? So I had to look at her and be like, Nanny, you are going 20 under the speed limit. She's like, so what? You are on a highway, woman. You're on a... <laughs> Put it in cruise control. Pedal to the metal. Let's get going. Oh my gosh. I, just, I love that. I just swear. <laughs> I love this woman. But I will never be going driving with her in another country or anywhere foreign to her ever again because of that no like and it's not no. just her just seeing other people too drive you can tell 
The people who live somewhere and the people that don't, just by their driving mannerisms. I know. <laughs> oh, God. So, that was my absurd, lovely story. Oh. Not too exciting, but I just thought I had to share the uh, devastation. <laughs> I mean, speaking of sandwiches, like, I don't know if you know this story, but I went over to Subway, and in my neighborhood, we have a Subway with a lovely man there. He's very sweet. But... He has very long arm hair. You, so, I already uh, hate this. <laughs> like the last time I went to the subway, his arm hair was in my sub while he was making it. No, he had the gloves on, but no. his arm hair, like whenever he would grab or something or whatever, like it, it was the arm hair that like looped around the arm, but like some would be like sticking out a little bit. Ew. And yeah, it went in my sub. Like I wouldn't have eaten multiple it. Multiple times. Oh I gosh. felt bad. I didn't really know what to say at that point. I'd be so like, I'm bro, like... shave your damn arm hair. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I bought it and then I instantly threw it out. Oh my god. You're such lost a good my appetite for the day. I did not know what to say at that point. I felt so uncomfy and I lost my whole appetite. You were honestly such a good person for even buying it and like <laughs> I donated to Subway that day. You really did. We need more people like you. <laughs> Thank you. Because truly, I would have probably just puked and been like, uh, sir, no. I don't want it anymore. No. But then what would you would have said, like, if why? Like, if he asked, like, why you didn't want it? Because your jungle on your arms is touching my food. <laughs> <laughs> I donated, like, to a multi-million dollar company probably that day. Yeah. I consider it a donation because I didn't eat their food. I gave them money and then I threw their food out. (laughs) (laughs) That's so disgusting. Okay, people have to wear hairnets. I feel like if you have a beard or if you have long enough arm hair, there should be something to have to cover it up in fast food. So in the makeup industry, like if you look at like videos of um of them in a factory yeah they actually have like beard nets so beard nets are a thing really yeah i've never seen somebody wear one in a restaurant if they have a beard i haven't seen it in restaurants but like if you go on youtube and like look up videos of people in a factory for example some videos do come up of like them wearing beard nets that is so crazy yeah so, like, it's just, like, a mask almost, but, like, it loops around their ears and just covers their beard. So, pretty much how all Canadians wear their masks anyways. But Literally. Like, a net. Literally. Like, oh. I went to a doctor's office, and there are people wearing their, wearing, I say in, like, little quotation thingies, but they were wearing it by having it around their chin or, like, there like, multiple people just wearing it under their nose. So it's not even covering the main areas of where it's supposed to be covering. Yeah. I mean, I'm guilty. Like, when we had to wear them back at the beginning of COVID, I was that person. Were you? Yeah, I would, like, pull under my nose. I was like, no way am I doing this. Oh. No way. I, I was that person. I was awful. And I never caught COVID. And I literally laughed at people because of how big it was getting blown up. And I was like, oh, COVID's not that bad. Like, I knew the numbers were being faked and whatnot. And then... Two years later, last year in June, I got COVID and literally thought I was dying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? This is my karma for all those times I, like, judged those people 
for making such a big deal about it. I mean, I definitely think it was blown out of proportion. Yeah, for sure. And like numbers were forged. I'm a hundred percent. Oh, one hundred percent. There was I forget who it was. Was it Doug Ford? Maybe there was somebody, and it was in the paper, and it said, um, "What was it? If somebody had passed away, a gentleman, and he was vaccinated, and the paper said." If he wasn't vaccinated, things could have been worse. I'm like, this man's dead. How could it have been worse? He was vaccinated yeah. and dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it makes me really wonder with news outlets if they double check anything that they put out. They probably don't because you can hear one thing from a news outlet one day and then hear the exact same, the like, exact same topic, but on a different network, completely different. I mean, I guess too, though, there's like... Um, the liberal and the conservative point of views. Was it like that, maybe? Um, I mean, I feel like it was a little bit of everything. Hmm. Like, I don't know. I feel like whenever you went on the news, it was, they could be mentioning about, like, a donkey. A donkey that went into space. But then they could be like, oh no, it was a donkey and a monkey that went into space. They're just adding little details there. They are. Because they want to make it more intriguing and they want to make it a shock factor. So the fact that, like, especially during the beginning of COVID, how they had the numbers on, like, the bottom of the screens, like, in the news art, like, in, like, the news. Mm-hmm. Um, I guarantee, like, apparently there was some contributions of people that were, that passed, that had it. They contributed that to the actual number. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think all of it's a scam. I think nothing was truthful during it, and I think now people are really starting to see it, and it's beginning to be eye-opening. Um, and I think they were just seeing how far they could push people. Yeah. Like, during that time. Apparently, when this all first started, my dad actually saw a video Which, it's highly likely a false video. I remember him telling me about it. That, like, apparently there's a video of people doing COVID tests on fruits. And some of them are coming out positive and some of them are coming out negative. Really? Yeah. I saw something like that. Not with fruits, but people... I saw on TikTok that people were testing their animals. And apparently your animals could get COVID. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. I think some of the tests are skewed. They must. They must be. They must be. Because, like, sometimes I feel god-awful sick. Like, Tara and I, we work at a local hospital, for example. So, sometimes, like, I'll feel, like, god-awful sick. And I'm like, is this just a really bad cold or a cough or, like, whatever? Or is it me getting COVID again? Because I had COVID last year as well. Yeah. So I take the test and I'm like, I'm having a lot of symptoms, whatever, it comes out negative. So I'm like, okay. But then it makes me second guess myself and I'm like, okay, I have to take another one. I have to take another one. Yeah, because you're so paranoid and you're like, I know it's positive. I know it is. It's like a false positive. Exactly. Even though it's, I don't know. Exactly. Like, it could happen. You know what I don't understand? Those rapid tests, because I know we had to do them often in healthcare when everything first started. But the like you barely have to go up your nose for it. 
just like a little tickle or now apparently they're recommending you go in your mouth which is first of all completely disgusting i don't know why it is like put it in your mouth then up your nose or up your nose and in your mouth like no no that's disturbing i know like even if it's your own dna yeah or your own body that's disgusting i'm not shoving something in my mouth and shoving it up my nose no that's like taking a tampon and then reusing it Exactly. That's or like putting it in a, a different crevice. That's like taking a tampon, putting it up your ass, and then taking it out, and then putting it up your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good way to put it, though. Like, it, it really is. Because it can't fit in your pee hole. Your pee hole's too small. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I gotta go pee. I gotta stick a tampon up my freaking pee hole. doesn't work that way. <laughs> I'm not going to share it on here, but I actually have, for those of you who know me, who have gone close enough with, I have a funny story about the first time I ever used a tampon and I was at summer camp. I'm not going to share it on here, (laughs) but (laughs) crazier things have happened. Let me just tell you. Did you, so you started off with tampons? No. So I actually started off with pads, but then I went to the Tim Hortons summer camp when I was younger and I got my period there and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm screwed. We're about to go swimming. Like, it is so hot out. I was like, I can't jump in the water with a pad. It's going to float away. Like, (laughs) I didn't know. So my sister, because she went to the camp as well, she was in the group beside us. um, And she gave me a tampon, and she gave me the little instruction book. And I'm like, okay, I know nothing. Like, I, I don't know human anatomy. I know that we pee and we poo, and there's two holes, and that's it. Like, in my mind. Yeah. At the time. (laughs) And then... She gave me the book, and needless to say, my instructions were not the way that <laughs> things went, and... <laughs> oh, God. There we are. <laughs> oh, God. See, I didn't start using tampons until I was 16. Really? I was afraid of tampons. Why? I feel like there's a big controversy of, about them. Why were you scared of it? I thought that either a pad or a tampon was... The, honestly, the most unsanitary thing in the world. Either or was the most unsanitary thing. Because with pads, you bleed on them, and then, like, it it expands into a pad that's stuck on your vag. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going everywhere. Yeah. And then you go to the washroom, and you're, li- like, you could go, like, have a pee, and then you just have, like, a handful of blood, essentially. Yeah. yeah. But then... I started when I was 16 using tampons, but then even with tampons to this day, I feel like they're still unsanitary. I have the panic whenever I go to the washroom that the pee is going onto the string, which is going into my batch. The string is? Yeah. You know the string that hangs out of your vag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a fear that my pee is going onto that string and then the string, because the string is cotton. So you pee on that, and then the urine on the string is being evaporated by oh the tampon. Oh my gosh! I never so thought of that. Every time, even if I just put the tampon in five minutes ago or however long ago, I will take it out and put in a new one. By me agreeing with that statement and us both thinking that, whoever, whatever females are watching this, are either thinking we're the dumbest people ever. <laughs> probably or they're like oh my gosh they're right like that happens new fear unlocked i have that fear i never thought of that yeah i have that fear and then i also don't 
like the idea of me standing up from the toilet and then having pee if pee did go on the string dripping like off of the string off the string yeah like a little faucet yeah (laughs) yeah because when you sit pee can go anywhere we're women yeah so it can go on the string and then the string is cotton and then the tampon is cotton so like it's just gonna gonna go like anywhere so I have that fear. So every time I go to the bathroom and I have my period, I have to change my tampon every time. You are such a trooper. <laughs> I gotta say that. Oh, I could never. I am like, <laughs> I'm ashamed to admit this. I am awful when I'm on my period. Like, I don't use pads. I use tampons as well. But like, <laughs> when I use one, I'm like, oh, it says I can use it up to eight hours. Sure. It's staying in there for 12. Like, oh shit yeah like our whole shift at the hospital i'll just keep it in i'll put it in i'll take it out when i get home i shower i put one in i take it out like oh see me every time i pee i have to change it really yeah i get what you mean though by peeing on the string if i didn't have that fear i would probably be just keeping it in for that 12 hours too i'll be like fuck toxic toxic, toxic shock syndrome honestly I'm waiting for it to happen to me one day because there's times I've accidentally left one in for like 16 hours and it says, what is it? 10 hours at the most. You should keep it in. I think something like that. And I'm like, okay, is this even real? I'm the person that likes to push my limits though. So it's going to happen and I'll be like, haha, it doesn't happen to me until it does. Oh. And then I'm like, I should have listened to Amanda. I should have changed it every single time <laughs> I went to the bathroom. But what is toxic shock syndrome? I actually have no idea. I've never heard of anyone have it. I know. Like, everywhere in the instruction manual of tampons, they pretty much say, like, watch out for toxic shock syndrome. But it's like, what even is it? Yeah. And why should I be watching out for it? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't even know what to look for for it. My thing is, do you know the the porn star tampon thingy? No. (laughs) So, when porn stars are on their period, they use a period sponge, so they stick a sponge up their hoo-ha. Really? Yeah. Like a, like one that you use to wash dishes? Like one of those sponges. Like a cleaning sponge. No, it's it's like, it's a period sponge. Okay. So you know like there's a diva cup, like there's tampons, there's yeah. pads, there's all of that. So, in this one, it's like... It's a sponge. It's like a period sponge and they just stick it up there and then when they're finished the deed, then they remove it. But then they have to fish up for it. Yeah, so I used to watch um uh a lady that like was a prior porn star. Yeah. She made a lot of YouTube videos of like her life as one. And she was pretty much saying that like sometimes it would get really stuck up there. What's her name? It was like, oh, I can't remember. But she's like had kids and stuff. She had like one kid and she had a husband. Yeah, she had to go through like IVF and stuff. Yes, I know who you're talking about. I used to watch her too. And she had like the, the tattoos. Like yeah. She had like the star tattoos yes, and all that. Yes, yes. But like there was one video that she specifically made for these like period sponges. And it was like you had to, like sometimes she couldn't get it out. So she had to ask like the male in the video or whoever she was making the video with yeah like to go up there and fish it out 
Oh my gosh. I feel like that would be so awkward. I find that periods are already such an awkward thing, like, to talk about with guys, even though they shouldn't be. But having somebody, like, in her situation, have to go up and grab it out. Yeah. And have blood on their hand. Like, it's it's already a disgusting thing for a woman. Like, I'm sorry. If anyone glorifies their period, you're lying. Like, we are grumpy, we are profusely bleeding, we're bloated, we're crampy, like, we're tired. Everything just irritates us. Yeah. There's no way somebody can say, I love bleeding profusely out of my vagina. No. <laughs> no. Like, the, I love being grumpy, I love, no, like, you're lying. You are. <laughs> you are. Imagine, though, I, my favorite thing is men. Some men are grumpy. <laughs> My favorite thing about my period is the men. (laughs) (laughs) Because some men are really troopers and like will do everything to help a girl through it. And then there's other guys who are just like, it's not that bad. Like if you have a male manager, not ours, our manager's great. But a past male manager when I was working fast food when I was a teenager, like I had bled through my tampon I didn't have another one bled through my underwear like I had to go home like yeah it was on my pants naturally just be like okay go he was like no you're fine work your shift like, what I'm sorry excuse me you profusely bleed out of your dick soak your pants and then tell me you don't want to go home like m- some men are just so inconsiderate I find when it comes to that and they're like oh you're fine stop whining oh you're fine it doesn't hurt that bad but like that's how you can tell who a real man is. <laughs> Literally. A real man is someone that helps their girl or helps a woman through her period. It's true. Because a lot of men don't want to be involved with that. Like, I think of, um, like, young girls, for example, that haven't maybe started their period. Like, they'll see movies and shows and stuff and be like, oh, you know, I hope I have a boyfriend that will, uh... Um, like, take care of me while I'm on my period, like, bring me chocolates and flowers and, like, bring me to restaurants and give me, like, the best little sweets in the world. And, <laughs> but, like, it's, sadly, like, half the time that's not the reality. Yeah. It's, like, a lot of guys don't want to be involved with periods. If you have your period, it's just, it's a, dis- like, some guys, they find it a very disturbing topic. To yeah. Have, like, to share. Yeah. So, I don't know, like, some girls have, like, that expectation, and then when they start dating and start having their period and stuff, and it's like, fuck, like, you know, I'm not getting that experience that I should be getting. But it's like, you shouldn't be getting that experience, like, because it's not an, like, actual expectation. Yeah. I would say, like, I got pretty lucky, because my boyfriend and I, like, when I'm on my period, um, he's the nicest person in the world. Like, he'll bring me treats, he'll bring me a heat pad, he'll rub my back, he'll make sure, I mean, he knows I can be a little bit sassy, but he deals with it, like, he does what he can to help me through it, except he would not buy me a tampon, <laughs> which, yeah. which I don't blame him, because, like, I imagine it's pretty awkward, I imagine it would be as awkward as going to buy, like, lube or condoms, yeah, for them, so, I mean, or, like, as awkward as buying a pregnancy test, I feel like all women have shame if they had to go buy one, Yes. I don't know why, because it's supposed to be an exciting thing. I would assume that it would just be awkward, and that's how I feel like men or guys feel like when they have to go, if they had to go buy a tampon or pads. Or even a plan B. Yeah. Yeah. But. I don't know. I had this one ex, and um, we dated back at the beginning of COVID, 
And um, he ended up cheating on me. Unfortunately, I'm not going to go into the whole story. But the girl he was cheating on me with, I later found out that every time he would sleep with her, he would just buy her plan B. What? Like, every single time he slept with her, would just buy her plan B and be like, here, take it, you're fine. Yeah. But then when I would ask him, like, hey, I don't have a tampon, I just got my period, do you think he would go out and buy one for me? No. No. Wouldn't go ask his mom, nothing. (laughs) And I'm like, this is how you know some men are just garbage. Find yourself a man that will, first of all, that's not a man, that's a boy, the situation I just described. Yeah. But you need to find yourself a real man, and they are far and few in between, let me tell you. Literally. I find, though, that, like, because I have another friend that was cheated on, and it was kind of the exact same thing as that. And she was pretty much saying, she has this belief that, if men have a side piece, they'll pay for whatever they need so their girlfriend won't find out. Yeah. So the fact that he was buying, like your boyfriend was buying this other girl plan B mm-hmm. or whatever, or like having plan B whenever they like had sex or whatever, mm-hmm. it was probably like, shit, I don't want to have Tara know about this. So yeah. let's keep using the plan B or whatever. Yeah. It was just, like, it was so mind-blowing because I was living in Kingston at the time for school. And, like, so we were doing long distance. And he would still drive down and he would come and stay with me for a week or two. And nothing seemed odd about it. And then one day, we were just sitting down. We were chatting. Um, I was on his phone trying to search up something to show him. And I was like, oh, let me just go to your Instagram this is when I had Instagram still. I was like, oh, let me just go to your Instagram messages because I know I sent it through there, I'm sure. And I was scrolling because I was like, oh, you I, you told me you stopped talking to this person or like, how are they doing? And then there was this one profile I went to go click on and instantly he jumped up, ripped the phone out of my hand. And oh, I was that's like, a red flag. I was like, okay, buddy. That's a red flag. I was like, I'm going to let it go. And the excuse he gave me, still to this day, it really frustrates me and it just makes me so disgusted that somebody could even say this. Um, mental health, to me, is a very serious thing. I personally deal with it. I personally have a lot of loved ones who deal with it, friends and family, and he knew that. So he used it against me when he jumped up. I said, what was that for? Let me see your phone. He's like, He started crying. And he said, I'm not ready to talk about it. I was like, well, you're crying. You ripped your phone away. What am I supposed to think? Tell me what's going on. Yeah. And he um, instantly said the excuse, oh, well, I was the reason that her brother committed suicide. What? Yeah. He had the nerve to say that to me. So he didn't get caught cheating. What? Yeah. So I was like, that story does not add up, whatever. I let it go. But it kept bothering me, bothering me, bothering me. Yeah. And then, I mean, naturally, that would bother you. And then, um, I'm a very cold person, so he used to have this blanket in the car for me. So I could just take it and wrap myself in it. And typical way every girl finds their boyfriend cheating, I found a hair in the blanket. Oh, yeah. And I'm bleach blonde, so I know damn well it's not mine. And it's very dark and curly. And I was like, what is this? And he's like, it's yours. I'm like, okay, boy, how stupid how? do you think I am? I am bleach blonde and my hair's straight. So I don't know what crack you're on. And then we never spoke of it again. <laughs> <laughs> Later it's on. It's a cube. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's doing with that blanket, but I don't want to know. <laughs> oh, my 
god. But later on, um, in that April, a year later after COVID in April, so I guess 2021, one of her friends actually messaged me and was like, yeah, you're dating so-and-so, he has this job, yeah, he's cheating on you and he's been screwing around on you for this long, which was pretty much longer than we had been in a relationship. That's so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So if it was longer than what your relationship actually was, then you were the side piece, right? Okay, wait, I misworded that. So we started dating, like, during COVID, right? Yeah. But, like, at that point, we were only dating, I think, when he started, I think it was, like, four months, he started cheating at the fifth month. Oh, okay, okay. So he cheated from, he was cheating on me for, like, five or six months without me knowing. So that's so Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, even to this day, and I feel bad because my boyfriend um, had to deal with that trauma now. Like, he really messed with my head so much. And I feel so bad for whoever has to deal with me. Because there's so much trauma from that. And I understand guys get cheated on too, which is awful. It's not right by any means. Like, if you're that unhappy in a relationship, just leave. Say, yeah, it's going to hurt, but it's going to hurt less than finding out that somebody you thought you loved was screwing around with another person but the amount of trauma and pain that comes with being the person that's cheated on is indescribable yeah no it is because um I had a prior boyfriend um to my current boyfriend and um he 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 lived in Toronto and he had a friend that apparently was gay and then he, like, they were best friends with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I, this was a girl that was gay? No, it was a guy. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so it was, like, his guy best friend and then him. Okay. Um, so he would message me or, like, when we would see each other, he'd be like, yeah, um, so so-and-so, like, kissed me while we were together and stuff. Yeah. It takes two people to kiss. I don't care what anyone says. It does. You can't just, like, grab someone and then just, like, start kissing them and them not kiss you back. Exactly. It like, does not work Like, if it's a kiss on the way. cheek or, like, the forehead, okay, sure. But when it's lip, like, mouth to mouth, no way. No. I know you're being slimy and you're kissing them back. It takes you two to tangle, baby. <laughs> you literally are. And the fact that it kept happening. Oh. Yeah, so I considered that cheating. That is cheating. It is. Because you're clearly not telling me all the story. And I never met this, like, friend mm-hmm. that was supposedly his best friend. Mm-hmm. I never met him. That? He would show me pictures of them together, and they would take, like, selfies together. Yeah. So, I don't know. He was definitely just trying to cover up by using you. Like, there was some fishy situation going yeah. on there. Is he with him now? I don't know. Oh. That reminds me of this one story I told you earlier. I would just want to share it. There was this girl I used to work with. I'm not going to say her name. But her and her boyfriend have been together for five years, I think it was at the time. And they lived together, whatever. Um, and in my opinion, he just treats her very poorly. And would, like, go out at night saying he's Ubering all night, but wouldn't let her go with him. Or, like, just being very, very shady, saying he worked at night. 
and would sleep all day and treat her like crap when he woke up. Like, just very much red flags. Yeah. Anyways, so he told her for work he was going on a trip, and he was going on this trip with a female co-worker that the girlfriend had never met. So, obviously, she was like, whatever, I trust him, I love him. He went on his trip, did his thing. Um, just to find out that he was going to raves every night, doing drugs, like, on a nudist beach with this girl <laughs> that didn't even know they were dating. What the fuck? Yeah, this girl he went with didn't even know that he had a girlfriend. And she was crying about it. She was so heartbroken. So I was like, okay, listen, girlfriend, you have come into work crying for four or five days now. You message her explaining the situation and get it off your chest. It's in the clear. Yeah. Just or I'm going to do it for you. Because, quite frankly, I'm the type of person where I can only sympathize so much until you push to the point where you just don't listen. And then I'm either going to say, okay, you're by yourself, don't talk to me about it, or I'm going to do something about it. Yeah. So I stepped in because I genuinely cared about her as a friend at this time. And I was like, okay, I'm going to message her. So I messaged her. I said, hey, just so you know, this person and this person, they're dating. They've been together for this long. So she saw the message. She didn't answer back. She told the boyfriend that I messaged. The boyfriend messaged the girlfriend and the girlfriend lost it on me. It was like, how dare you message her? How dare you think that's okay? Like, you gave her a warning. Like. I was like, listen, I said you do it or I do it. I said she doesn't even know you two are dating and he's on a nudist beach, drunk and high at raves with, with this, this girl. girl you've never met that doesn't even know you're together. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe I was in the wrong. Looking back, I still stand by what I did. Was no, it right? That's a good friend. Was it right? Probably not. But in the moment, I was trying to be a good friend. Needless to say, we're no longer friends, obviously. Because of that reason or something else? But if it's not obvious seeing the red signs, yeah, like red signs, red flags there amongst the other ones that happened previous in the relationship, like I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But it's just crazy. Some of the stuff that guys get away with and girls too, it's actually disgusting. I know. Especially in our generation, there's no sense of loyalty. It's so hard to find. It literally is. And I feel like because of everything that was going on prior, like, I felt like Tara and I were talking about trends, like, on the way to podcasting. And I feel like one of the trends, like, a few years ago was cheating. You think so? I felt like when I got, when I was going on TikTok, I saw a lot of, like, cheating. Like, during COVID? Yeah. Yeah, I did find that, actually. So... I feel that, like, especially young people that are just starting to date as well, Mm -hmm. like, people that have never been in relationships or just young people in general and they don't know exactly what to do or how to do relationships, Mm -hmm. like, that trauma just comes forward and then it's, like, you know, they can either pass it forward to the next person or they just kind of learn to have those trust issues, like, maintained. Yeah. Like, um, for example, like, if your boyfriend had, like, a girl best friend. Mm -hmm. Like, my boyfriend has a girl best friend. Yeah, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, another girl best friends. (laughs) Like, they've known each other since, like, grade school, since elementary school and stuff. Yeah. So, it just works out that, like, you know, they talk, they have that communication with each other. And then, at first, like... I did have those, um, those concerns about it, definitely. But then 
it never went beyond those concerns because I knew that I can trust him and I knew her as a person like not just as like oh this is my best friend like I never talked to her like her and I went out for uh, lunches and stuff before yeah so it's like I knew how she was and I knew how their relationship bonded so I just had that trust with them automatically yeah um but it just kind of works out that way I feel like it's very relationship dependent too. Like, absolutely, I agree with what you're saying. You can either uh, deal with it, like address it and deal with it when it happens, or you can have it fester and and sit there. I feel like everyone has trust issues. Like yeah. everyone does to a degree, no matter how much you think you handle it, it will always be there to a degree. But I feel like it's the boundaries that are set. And it's not even controlling, which a lot of people in our generation seem to think it is. It's just healthy boundaries. Like, okay, I don't feel, yes, you might be best friends with them, but I don't feel comfortable with that. That makes me upset. If they go forward to continue to talk to them, knowing it makes you upset, it's like, okay, well. It's a slap in the face. It's a huge F you. Yeah. And like, clearly you don't care about how I'm feeling. But within reason. Like, if you know the girl, like, for example, you knew the girl you knew, like, she knew where you two stood. You guys knew where she stood. If you feel comfortable with that, there's no issue. But if it's, for example, people, like, they used to flirt with you. To me, as soon as you get in a relationship, like, if you've ever flirted, dated, had a situationship of any kind you with someone, not they should be cut off. Yes. Because why are you allowing that past relationship to be brought up into a current one? That's the way I see it. And I am a very hard-headed person. And when I have this conversation with people, even adults, like, okay, we are adults, but like grown-up adults, (laughs) um, like my mom, for example, it's very butting heads. But again, it goes back to those healthy boundaries. It does. And I feel that like when, I feel the first five months of dating, you should have boundaries already set. A hundred percent. Like you guys should know each other, like like an open book and you guys should know okay this makes this person uncomfortable like this makes this like it makes whoever uncomfortable yeah like there needs to be those set boundaries so that you know like okay Taryn gets uncomfortable with this situation so I should not be doing this yeah or it should be like there are girls that are also very insecure about like guys liking like half naked photos of women or whatever right yeah um so it's like they um, so, like, <laughs> if you uh, have uh, that, uh, like, literally, <laughs> like, a guy has those photos of, like, on Instagram and stuff, but he knows that his girlfriend is uncomfortable with it, he either has two options, right? Like, he could either, well, he has multiple options. Yeah. He could not go on Instagram when she's around. Mm-hmm. And then that could, like, set off, like, some insecurity out of the way. He could unfollow all those accounts, which will, like, completely clear that uncomfortableness. Yeah. Or he could just be a dickwad and just have it around 24-7 when she's there. And being like, oh, yeah, like, you look, like, even more beautiful than these photos. But it's like, you know, but why are you still liking them? Yeah. Why are like, they still Like, they clearly have feet? an image that you like that I don't have. Because Literally. clearly they're still entertaining you or grabbing your attention enough that you feel the need to like it. Literally. Yeah. Speaking of red flags... speaking of red flags though i'm worried what you're gonna say okay on snapchat lately i've been sending video sorry not videos pictures yeah of men's soap 
of three-in-one or five-in-ones and two-in-ones, those are red flags. I do not care what you have to say about them. No. Why are you washing your body with the same soap that you wash with your hair? Huge red flag. Or, what's it called? A head and shoulders. I don't know why, because it's a two-in-one. Red flag for anyone, even for females. Huge red flag. I yes. agree. When you sent me the picture and it was the foreign one, I was like, there's no way this is real. Yeah. Like, first of all, if it's good for your body, there's no way it's good for your hair. If it's good for your hair, there's no way it's good for your body. <laughs> I think it was like a five in one. I think it was like oh. shampoo, conditioner, body wash, exfoliator, and like something else in there. And I'm like, you should not have an exfoliator in your shampoo or your conditioner. No. Why? But that also <laughs> that also Why? doesn't help each other because conditioner is supposed to soothe, like smooth and make it soft, and then exfoliator is supposed to scrub the crap out of it. Literally. So like, what? That is a huge red flag. If I ever even see a friend that has that, they're done. Yeah, they're done. It's like no. Like that's one thing I make sure with my boyfriend is like, I go not always, but like. I'll go sometimes shopping with him for his body wash or, like, his shampoo and conditioner. I make sure. Because yeah. I'm like, you aren't going to be one of those crusty boys. No. It's nasty. Why does your hair smell like your body? Honestly. Like, <laughs> your hair can smell, I find, like, their body smells different, um, smells different than their hair does, but, like, I, want, I would rather your body smell nice than your hair. Yes. I don't know why. Because, like, when you walk... Not that I'm going and sniffing random people's bodies. But, like... <laughs> but, like, I feel like when you walk by, you can just smell it. And you're like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. But if it's just in your hair, you can't smell it. No. Like, I don't care. Use a non-scented shampoo and conditioner. Yeah. But do not use the same one for no. your body. No. And the fact that, like, you're using... I can... I cannot fathom... That you're using a body, like, a three-in-one, so, like, a shampoo, conditioner, and body, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. You're using the body wash portion of the (laughs) three-in-one in your hair, which, doesn't that not make it more greasy would you would it not you would be think. thought that way you would think. i guess like in three and ones they have that different formula being like okay let's mix it all in one but let's just make it like a, a like a shampoo <laughs> they probably it's probably just a shampoo but then they put conditioner and body wash that's disgusting i can't even fathom the idea of that it's disturbing. If I ever have kids one day and it's a little boy, first of all, if I have kids, I would love to have a boy. I feel like I'd be such an I awesome know. boy mom. Like, or even a, like a boy auntie, I would be the best, hands down. But I will never raise him to think that's okay. I will never no. have that three, four, or five in one in the house. He's going to be a classy man. He's going to go shop at the body shop. He's going to shop at Bath and Body Works Literally. and get a shampoo, a conditioner, and a body wash. Yes. And an exfoliator separately. Yes. <laughs> Do yes. not be mixing the crusty crap together. No. <laughs> also, speaking of soap, yesterday when we went to shoppers, yes. we saw a booby scrub. <gasps> we did see a booby scrub. We saw a booty a booby scrub and a booty scrub. I wonder if it's just an exfoliator, like they I don't believe that they actually lift the boobs or the butt or they tighten the skin. Like how? I think it's, <laughs> I think it's appealing to people that are, have droopy boobies. <laughs> so old people. I mean, 
I mean, hey, to each his own. <laughs> but, like, maybe it gives those small-breasted ladies a thought that, hey, if I use this, my boobs are gonna grow. Oh, just, like, plumping um, yeah. lipstick like or whatever? Yeah, like, lip plumping, yeah, except for the boobs. So do you think when you put it on, like, your boobs tingle like your lips do, like your lips would when you put on a lip pumper? Probably. Probably. That's a disturbing thought. I don't like the idea of that. And I'm never going to try it. So if you no. do, please let me know. <laughs> I would never. Um, thank you very much. Have a great day. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I love how this conversation went from starting out about a two and a half and three hour drive to get a sandwich to periods and porn stars. <laughs> now red flags in relationships. I love this. this I remember is... her name now. It's Shannon Rose. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you. I remember oh, her. Oh my God. Oh, I hope they're doing well. I don't really like go on YouTube anymore, but I hope that family is doing well and they're healthy. Last time I saw she was gardening. Oh, like outside the house? Yeah. Like you saw her? Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> I saw her on Instagram and oh, she was gardening. Okay, okay. <laughs> She's a big gardener now, a big thumb, like a big green thumb. You know what? Good for her. Good She's for her. thriving. We need more people like that. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. That is a moment. Imagine going from like porn star making like probably 150k a month or even more. Probably even more than that. Like 150 to 300 I imagine. To going to gardening that is so wholesome <laughs> <laughs> to having a baby and then just gardening all day you know what moment speaking of like gardening and moms and babies the moment that i feel like is so wholesome for a man to see is there and like same for a woman it's like for their partner to go from being just your partner to a parent yes i feel like there's something about that moment that is so wholesome and i don't know yes we don't appreciate it enough no, we don't. Like, I don't have that experience personally. Um, I am your child. Thank you. I'm sitting oh, right yes, here. Yes. <laughs> yes. But on TikTok, like, you can see it quite a bit. Yeah. I always see the videos of the dads carrying out the um, car seat from the hospital. And, oh. Yeah. Huge green flag. And some Morgie playing. And some Morgie. Morgie. Oh. oh. His new album. I love it. Absolutely obsessed. Him and Luke Combs. I heard that there might be a duo there soon. Really? Yeah. There might be a duo. That would be a really good duo. So the day that happens, don't expect to hear from me for a good week. Just probably. letting everyone know. Because that is my dream. And I will probably die and come back alive. Okay. Perfect. Sounds okay. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, I think we should end it here for the day. I think we're going to go make a sandwich and not drive two and a half hours for it. <laughs> yes. Or should we just go to Buffalo and go to California Sandwiches? Perfect. Sounds good. Let's go. Perfect. <laughs> All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.